Welcome, welcome to the My Little Eater podcast. I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mama of two. And this is where you can come to build your confidence feeding your little one, your baby, your toddler, get all the tips and tricks and strategies from an expert and from someone who's been there and done that and has helped thousands of parents around the world feeding their kids. And today I am bringing you a conversation that I had with a first time mom. Her name is Jody Morgenstern. And she is somebody who's taken both of my online classes. So she's done the baby led feeding online course and she's done the feeding toddlers online course. And I brought her in to share her experience with starting solids with her son and just to give a little bit of insight to other parents as to what the whole process was like for her. So Jodi gives us her approach to gathering information and how she built her confidence up as she experienced for the first time what it was like to feed a baby and then later a toddler. So she's got some good stuff to tell you. So I'm excited to bring her on and for this episode to begin. So without further ado, here is Jodi. Hey Jodi, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. So (laughs) I am really happy to be able to chat with you today. So you're actually the first parent that I've been able to bring onto the podcast to chat and connect with and get your experience around feeding your little one. I know you've taken my courses and I want, you know, hopefully for you to be able to tell us a little bit about the journey you've been on and also give some insight to other parents who might be coming up on the stage where they're about to start feeding their baby solids or maybe they have a toddler and they want to see what it's like for other parents out there. I'm hoping to be able to do a lot more of these interviews in the future, but a very, very special welcome to you because you're the very first one. (laughs) That's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So why don't we start by giving um, a little snapshot of your family? So what should we know about you? Yeah, so I used to work as a youth and family worker and also a substitute teacher. And then when I had my son, the year went by for maternity leave and I decided to be a stay-at-home mom. So now he's, yeah, 14 months, little toddler running around. And we have two dogs and a crazy cat that runs around all the time. And my husband works quite a lot. He's a truck driver, so I am at home quite a bit by myself. but. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's must be chaotic. I know with a toddler alone, but then to have all the pets and then doing yeah. a lot of it, <laughs> a lot of the days on your own too. I know what it's like. Um, we actually, I think you probably might know. We just got a little puppy, and it's yeah. been it's been a lot of work. And it's considering <laughs> I don't have any newborns or little kids around. It's like putting me right back into that yeah. where <laughs> I have to be watching him all the time. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so Jody, um, can you let us know a little bit about what your experience being a mom to your, to your little one has been like so far? Has it differed at all from maybe your expectations? It has been pretty like amazing. I hear a lot of moms really struggle and yes I've had my struggles and challenges of course but I actually kind of found it easier than I expected but I think it's because I looked for so much professional help like I with sleeping I went on Instagram and found other uh, professionals to help with sleep so I had a really good sleeper from like two months old and then with your account as well like with the feeding and everything I just sought lots of tips and other outside advice. So that made it so much easier than I ever expected it to be. 
That's amazing to hear. I think that's kind of how a lot of the people are that follow me. We're big researchers. Like we like to know Mm -hmm. what's coming up, what we should do, or, you know, what what people say we should do anyway. And I like to tell everyone, you know, use your own filter and do what obviously feels right to you, but kind of gathering that information, it definitely helps make you feel a little bit more prepared. Um, So I'm happy to hear that things are going really well so far. Can you let us know a little bit about what did it look like for you, maybe personally as a mom going into the stage of starting solids? What were your thoughts, uh, maybe feelings, questions you may have had? And what did feeding actually look like once you started? Yeah. So with this being my first child, I had no really experience, no knowledge really, just from what sisters, moms, aunties, all of them have done. And they all kind of started with the spoon feeding. So that's just kind of what I knew. So around five and a half ish months, I, you know, would prop him up in a little chair and give him some jarred on whatever sweet potatoes or something from a spoon. And he did love it and stuff. But then I kind of, I did it for about a week, I think. And then it was like, well, is there a better way? Because the whole point of feeding him solids is for him to start doing it himself and learning how to feed himself. So then I thought, if I'm always spoon feeding him, he's not going to know what to do. So I didn't like that approach as much. So then I found your resources, of course, and then I started following your all your tips you put on Instagram and things like that. And then I thought, you know, I might as well dive in and do the course. It's like cost wise, it's amazing. And there's so many good resources. And I like the videos and, you know, handouts and everything. And I did that and completely changed how I started feeding him. That's amazing to hear. Did you feel like before it was hard to get the information that you needed to find, you know, to to answer your questions or to make you feel confident about the whole process? Or, you know, did you know where to go and what to look for? At first, like before I signed up, I didn't really know where to look. I'd Google things and like get tons of different answers. And it's like, well, what, what do I follow? Right? Like what's, the best. And then once I signed up for the course and fully committed, it was easy because it was like, this is already research done, trial and error stuff. Lots of moms have done this before and had success. So yeah, I chose that. And then with the Facebook group page that there is, like just if I ever had questions, I could email, I could put it on the Facebook page and tons of moms would comment with their experiences. And that helped a lot. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Um, so what was it like when he started actually eating finger foods? So what age was he at this point and uh, how did he take to it? Yeah, he was probably right at six months and uh, I think he really enjoyed it. Like I started giving him like uh, pieces of banana or whatever and he just dive right in, just would start grabbing things right away, putting it to his mouth, squishing things like he loved it. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And did you did you come up across any problems at all? Like what, I mean, was it smooth sailing the whole way through or were there any issues that came up for you, you know, after you had uh, the course? Yeah, definitely a few issues. Like uh, I guess the main one was probably the food throwing. But when he was that young, it was more just exploration of the food. So it wasn't a big deal. It's just him 
learning the textures and what food is. So that was okay. Um, I don't think a whole lot of issues. Uh, maybe just the other thing was maybe just scheduling meals around our schedule and my husband's work schedule. Always had to change things up and um, try to do what was best. And the feeding schedule kind of changed a little bit as he aged and how things in our life changed. But now it's pretty, pretty solid schedule, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's hard for a lot of parents to figure out, okay, how do I fit in like, you know, the solid food meals around milk feedings, but mm-hmm. it might, you know, if, if it's time for supper for him, it might not be time for supper for us. So how do we actually yeah. make those meals coincide? What yeah, did you yeah. find were your solutions to that? At first it was, it was quite tricky. And then around 10 months, I was like, okay, he should kind of start decreasing his milk a little bit now. Like he's getting a bit older, but I kept kind of backing him up with milk like I'd give him a meal and then about half an hour later well he'd be kind of cranky so I'd give him a bottle or whatever and that kind of threw us off he would always want the milk instead of the food so then I sought help on the Facebook page and I started giving him milk like two hours later after the feedings like the solid feeling feedings I guess And um, the first couple days were a little bit hard because he was used to the other way. But once I stuck with it, like the schedule was so much easier. And then he kind of just switched in his brain of like, okay, food is like actually food, not just for play. It can fill me up as well. So then he started eating like way more and like more solid meals. And then the milk feedings kind of decreased. So it made it so much easier at that age once I started doing that. Oh my God. Okay. Very smart. And I love that you went to the Facebook page and got some good help there. I see that actually a lot. You know, you may have heard me say before, you know, by that 10 month mark, I would like to see them eating the three meals a day and starting to see, yeah, solid foods is more of the primary source of nutrition. Not to say breast milk is not important because it hundred percent is we need to make sure they're getting it in. But, you know, sometimes what ends up happening is milk is easy to consume, right? Like Mm -hmm. babies love it. It's just, it's easy. They don't have to work on textures. You know, it's comforting, all that good stuff. So they'll favor the milk over the food. And then you come to find like, you know, okay, by 12 months, they're still, they're still not really eating meals for like filling them up and getting most of their calories, it's still milk. It's, it's yeah. serving that purpose. So I love that you kind of recognize that, tackled the issue right from the beginning. And another thing that I want to commend you for is like your kind of confidence, your ability to know like, okay, I got to be consistent with this. You know, it's going to take a little bit of time. It was a mm-hmm. couple of days maybe for you, but yeah. I think that's like something, uh, you know, to, to pat yourself on the back for because <laughs> It's hard. Like we know what it's like when, you know, your baby's cranky or, you know, wanting to go back to the old ways or crying for something. And you're like, I don't, you know, I don't want to, I want to give in, but I know I shouldn't. And it's just this whole battle. But did you, do you have any maybe tips for parents who might struggle with that? Like any kind of things you told yourself or just tips generally that could help maybe a parent or a mom who's like, I know I should try this, but uh, I'm scared or I want it to happen right now. (laughs) I think consistency is probably the biggest thing for me. I just thought, I know this will probably help in the long run. So let's do the hard work now. And um, babies and toddlers take so fast to things if you're very consistent with them. If you lay out the rules and that's how it is, 
then they see, well, there is no other way. So mm-hmm. it, it changed so much faster than you think if you just stick to your consistency and your rules, I think. Yes. Okay. Love, love, love that advice. Very true. And especially I think that six to 12 month mark, it's like that prime time, you know, period of time where you can mold them almost like you're teaching them. They're so absorbent. They're ready to learn anything. And it's like the habits you put in place, you know, they, they stick with it. Like they're able to kind of adapt to it. I should say a lot, lot quicker than maybe at, you know, past a year or even earlier than that six month point. So I think knowing that and also knowing, you know, I'm doing the right thing. Like I know what I'm doing here and this is going to be okay. And it's for Mm -hmm. their own good. So it kind of helps maybe make it a little bit of an easier decision with it. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Okay. So I want to like dig into a little bit, a little bit more info into what started to change or did anything start to change as your baby turned into a toddler. So I know he's only 14 months old now you know, so a lot of us don't even consider them fully toddlers, but right <laughs> as they hit one year of age, they start to enter that toddler phase. Yeah. Did anything change for him at that point with his eating? Not a whole lot. I guess a little bit, uh, the food throwing kind of came up again, but we do have a cat in the house. So whenever she walks by the table, she always meows as well. And she sits there because she knows that there's food. And he will drop it for her and then she'll eat it. And he thinks that's hilarious. So lots of the times I, like I started locking her up in the bedroom for a little bit while we were eating. Um, And then that usually doesn't phase him as much anymore. He kind of stopped. Another thing that changed was uh, plates and things like that. So um, when I first started, I didn't really use any like silicone plates or anything like that. I would just put the food right on his tray because I just seemed it's easier, less things to wash, whatever. So now I, at about one year, I started doing the silicone plates, the silicone bowls, all the things that suction, I guess. And um, he's a fairly strong guy. So he would throw suction things and throw it all over the place. And I could get, not get those things to stick. So I had to go through a few different brands. But um, also I just started teaching him like, no, we, we don't do that. So like, give him a chance, pick it up, explain to him in short words, um, that this stays on our tray. We don't throw it and give him, I don't know, I'd usually do three chances. That's kind of the magic number. And then once he kept doing that, I would take it away and that's it. No more mealtime's done. And, um, he learned pretty quickly not to do that. He still does once in a while and he probably will for a while yet until he's older, but just reminding him what to do with his bowls and that they stay on his tray. Um, he doesn't do it very often. So I think that was the only kind of big thing that came up, I think from toddlerhood. Okay. Wow. You explain that exactly the way I'd explain it. Like the whole process, the step, step-by-step process on how to eliminate food throwing. That was really good. Um, if anyone who's listening to this is having issues with food throwing, I just want to let you know, I do have a blog post on this and I also have a podcast episode on this topic as well. So um, if you want kind of more detail on the step-by-step process to uh, eliminate the food throwing, definitely check those out. I'll link them in the show notes. And Jody, did you, I know you purchased the toddler's course. Uh, yes. You know, I, I'm not sure exactly at what point in time, how old he was at this point, but can you kind of walk us through your thought process with, you know, why you looked into the toddler's course? Were you looking to 
I guess, maybe solve a certain issue or prevent a certain issue? Or what was kind of your thought process around that? Yeah, so I finished the baby course. And then I think about maybe 10 months uh, or 11 months, I did the toddler course. And I looked into it just because I thought, well, where do I go from here? You know, he has his basic skills, everything's kind of set out, but he's getting older. How, how do I serve food differently to reach his uh, development? Um, Maybe help with like utensils? How do I progress with him instead of just staying in the baby stage, I guess? And then also, it also addresses lots about like, um, food responsibility and like different rules about food um like family rituals like all that kind of stuff that's more into like the the older age of kids and yeah so I just bought the toddler course so that I can be prepared when I'm going to go through those different things and be more knowledgeable about all those things amazing yeah and I think kind of, it makes sense, especially when you're talking about this, you were, again, the type of person that was like, okay, I'm, I'm entering the stage, you know, we're starting solids, I want to be prepared, I want to know how to do this right, I am a researcher, I know where to go, or yeah. I, I found out at least where to go, and then now yeah. kind of the same thing, you know, you're like, I, I had some success, I had lots of success, hopefully, with the baby yeah. course, <laughs> moving into toddlerhood, you know, I want to be prepared, and again, that's a great way to build your confidence, is just having that information, using it as a tool even if you don't see, you know, really severe problems or anything very overt in terms of like a, mm-hmm. a you know, solution you have to find, I think knowing that, okay, I know what to do, I know how to prevent stuff, and then if something yeah. comes up, I can nip it in the bud yeah. versus, you know, have it go on for years and then have an extremely difficult time getting over it. So I'm happy mm-hmm. to hear that. Did you see any, like, I guess maybe if you can leave us with like your best advice or your favorite tip or anything like that, that you would have learned either in the baby or the toddler course? I think my favorite thing is the division of responsibility where you're the parent, you provide when meals are served, what is being served, and then your kiddo has the responsibility of what they're going to eat how much they're going to eat and if they're going to even eat at all and just leave it that like no pressure like here's your food this is what we're having you can have all of it you can have all of this and none of that or you cannot eat at all it's up to you and your body so I think that was the biggest tip that has helped it made things so much more relaxed with feeding times Yes. Oh, I love that tip too. And I agree. I think that's always like almost step one is how do we relax ourselves at mealtimes? How do we get our toddlers to relax? Because, you know, when there's stress, obviously more more problems are going to happen. And so one thing I always like to say is like the division of responsibility is literally that one rule that you need to get down before you can mm-hmm. tackle or, or, you know, start any other tips or strategies like that has to happen first. So um, yeah. I agree. I think that's probably one of my favorite, uh, my favorite little tidbits or tips as well. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your experiences. Um, we loved, you know, to hear all about it and, And I just want to thank you. And I hope you continue to see lots of success with feeding moving forward in the future. (laughs) Yeah, I had lots of fun. It was great. 
All right, so there you have it, Jody's quick story. And I just want to wrap things up by saying that I have been wanting to have parents and course graduates come on the podcast as a regular thing for a while now. So I am shouting out to you if you have taken one of my courses and you want to share your experience, you maybe have some learning moments that you can share with other parents, maybe struggles that you've been able to overcome, mindset shifts anything like that please reach out i would love to have you here to chat with me because your story may just be the thing that other parents need to hear to get some tips to feel like they're not alone and feel confident starting or even rerouting their feeding journey with their little one so if you are interested you can email me at info at mylittleeater.com and until next time i hope you guys have a really great week bye